Live from Tom's Watch Bar inside New York, New York, it's Cofield and Company. I think I read this correctly. Do you like something? They had sweetness in there. I know, so cool. And doing his trademark, ooh, head duck. Is that little bag that's like $1.19 good fetishing, Alfredo? Good value. It is but you would like it. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. You know, remember that conversation that I already put in the open? We were talking about Fettuccine Alfredo a couple of weeks ago, and I yes. was asking if those little Lipton bags with all the powder and yeah, noodles, no, no. if they're good. I noticed that part, but when I went, ooh, what did I say? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Ari finds the stuff. We don't even know what we do on the air. We forget uh, five minutes later. I think the first two hours of the show were unbelievably good. I mean, great. It's great. It's great. We're down here at Tom's Urban. You can hear the energy kind of picking up. It's awesome. I would get down here if I were you quick because this watch party is going to get intense. Tyler's going to be down here. People are coming in. Tables are getting filled up. Just off the strip, New York, New York, Hotel and Casino, right around the corner from the fortress. They got a bar inside. They got a bar outside. Very cool setting. And you make sure uh, when you come in to try the Red Bull Party Starter. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five. Number five. I might have that drink. If folks don't know what it is. A double dose of their urban margarita, hibiscus bombed, and then a full can of Red Bull Red. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. I want that with some ice cream. So we were hitting on uh, ice cream earlier because I don't want to talk baseball, so we're just going to talk about anything. And I don't know. I was motivated yesterday. I saw something going on on Twitter about the greatest of all time ice cream. And uh, then our buddy Xavier Pope was just taking a giant dump on mint chocolate chip ice cream, which is actually my favorite. Uh, my favorite combination is mint chocolate chip ice cream with Reese's Pieces. Yeah, Love it. So I had some... Should I say this one? Does chocolate go bad? It does? I don't know. I'm asking. Danny says yes. I don't know. for Steve Cofield. I got some clearance Reese's Pieces, I think, from four years ago. And I found them in the garage the other day. And I'm like, okay, eh, I'll do it. They tasted good. Well, sitting in the garage... And it's, oh, they weren't. They weren't like it wasn't like out on the ground with you know the neighborhood cats. I didn't say it was, it. but it was. I mean, it, it was in a. Butter. It was in a seal. That's a good point. That's why I asked. That's not chocolate. You asked if chocolate went bad. That's a good point. Peanut butter can get rancid. Um, I mean, I feel fine today. Do you think if I throw down a Red Bull party starter with that in my gut? Nice. And by the way. Before I had the ice cream last night, mm. I also had multiple micheladas. Oof. I mean, it is a brewing storm right now. It, but it's not brewing. That's the thing. Yet. I don't think it's going to brew. <laughs> I feel good. Right? You haven't heard any, like, toot toot for me. It's all good. No gas or anything. It hasn't been nasty over here. You can order some chili. Uh, well... <laughs> With the that, that with the be, with the with the red with, with, the, with red, the red bull party starter and some chili. Oh my god! Just stay over there. Yes, well, I don't. Who am I doing the show with tomorrow? Yeah, boy, that's a good point. I'll be doubled over in the fetal position all night. It's not that bad. Uh, not that bad. All right, did we get the intel? We I found out yesterday. I didn't realize this. The Lady Rebels, when they win games, their reward is to get some ice cream. They won the conference. So Eric Harper, the AD of UNLV, comes into the practice yesterday. He said. We got you some ice cream and a cake, and I assumed it was ice cream and an ice cream cake, but my guess is I was wrong. My intel tells me it was both. Ice cream yeah. cake and ice cream on the side. 
extra ice cream on the side. Oh, my God. What a, what a combination. My source is top dog. So. Pistachio? No, for you, for greatest greatest ice cream. No. No. Well, I know people who my freaking f- love pistachio. I don't dislike or it. Or butter but pecan. Pralines and cream is good. But now when I was a kid, my grandfather used to take us to Baskin and Robbins across from the Boulevard Mall. And I would, I don't, don't ask me this. I, I don't ask me why. I've told this before. You and Adam both shunned me. But I would get a mix. Chocolate ice cream and orange sherbet. Uh, I've been through this before. I only have a couple of food items that I can't eat. And I don't even know if I can eat orange sherbet now. But I had it as a kid one time and just yacked all over the place. So I'm a little afraid of it. Now, if I go to a place like, you know, that has the those concoctions... There's a couple of places in town that do the concoctions and they, they've got the trickery name. I'm always getting like a like the buttery butter pecan or the pralines and cream, that type. But chocolate, I think, is always going to go down as my, as my. Do we even bother throwing back to studio and asking Ari, I assume, some sort of vanilla sugarless? Actually, like? oh, come on. I would like to forego my uh, admitting what my favorite and, and just take a no. moment to diss no. Xavier does cr- Pope. Does because- the cream and the ice cream hurt your tummy? No, no, I love I actually like a lot of ice creams. I want to say first off, Willie, you'd be surprised. I'm I've never tried that combination, but I'm not mad at it. It doesn't sound crazy to me. And no, then I good. just want to take a shot at Xavier. Yeah, carrot cake's gross, but dude, come on. Mint chocolate chip ice cream is awesome. As oh, is we'll, we'll, we'll as tackle is this cookies and cream with the mint. The, the mint yeah, and chocolate cookies. chip is good. Yeah. Just want to clear he's, that up. He's out of his mind. That's all. Uh, my favorite generally at a, like an ice cream shop would be like Rocky Roads. Number four. Okay. Yeah. Solid choice. Smart of you to move on before we potentially yeah. destroyed you, but we're not going to destroy you. We are going to destroy, I think. Well, I, I have been the last couple of days. Where are you with Ovechkin and Putin? And what he said the other day, which is, let's hope this is over quickly. That's about all he said. And war is bad. I, I'll tell you the other thing. I wonder if it's weighing on him and some of the other guys on the team because the Caps are playing like ass right now. They are, but they've been playing bad. I just actually wrote something up about them for a sports What, they lost three straight and six straight at home? Yes. They're, they're, it's because of Putin. Oh, uh, yeah. Obviously, it's because of Putin. It's, it's, it's weighing heavily on Obi's mind. It, that's it, He's the one who supported him. And by, by the way, I'm going to jump to the next one, too. I'm seeing that all these events around the world are shutting down Russian teams from coming in, including individual sports yeah. like tennis. Yeah. What about Hoshik saying, you know what? Suspend all the Russian player contracts. Let's go in the NHL. There's a lot on the line here. Send a message, Gar. I don't know how much I agree with that. I, I just I, – I, I don't know how much you can hold against – Unless, unless they're out, unless they're flat out, you know, players of Russian descent, they're flat out supporting Putin. I don't think that you can hold it against them. They're playing here in North American hockey, right? NHLs, Canada, and, 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 and USA. I, I, I don't know how much you just say, sorry, we're banning you, and you can't play because of what's going on. I mean, in reality, what's it, what has it got to do with them? Personally, this is that's you're attacking them personally. So then, why are Russian and Belarusian skaters being banned from international competition? That's not fair. How do they know how they feel? 
international competition that's nations and and I, it's individuals just like hockey it's individuals playing for a team i i don't i, I know, know i know it's a tough not to crack. it is I, it I, is and it, it's 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 and i'm not it, sure what you do sensitive. what you do with ovechkin because he supported putin he has over the years but who the hell knows man i don't know if they you know i don't know if you know, with that government, if they're like, hey, you know what? Put out a public show of support, you know, four years ago or whatever, eight years ago, whenever he did it, right? Put it out or you're dead. Your, family, your he, family's he, in danger. He has supported him. So I have no him. idea what goes on behind He supported him, but he's come out and he has said no war, right? Stop, but stop. I, I, I don't know because you, it's 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 kind of like when, when – uh, when the election was going on and, and, and everyone was questioning the athletes who had come out in support of Trump. And then all of a sudden they kind of just went silent at a certain point and didn't say one way or the other, or just, you know, just kind of quote unquote stuck to sport. So, I mean, this is a little more serious, obviously. I mean, they're a war they invaded Ukraine. So, I mean, it's, it's tough. I don't know if it's having an effect on the team. Is it weighing heavy on Ovechkin's mind? Sure, but I would imagine that once he gets on the ice and straps the helmet on, that might be the escape. I don't know if it's affecting his game. The Washington Capitals have been struggling as it is regardless before all this took place. So um, does he need to come out and publicly you know, scold Putin and what's going on? I feel like he has come out. He said what he had to say. And he feels that sort of slamming him for, for war, war, this is not right. Right. He feels that he's, that's enough. Cocaine Koozie slowing down a little bit too. Because that's off. He hasn't been super effective lately. Only a couple of points in his last five games. You're buying into this, huh? No. That, that, I'm just that, that, I, I just, I just wonder, I just wonder what they're thinking and if their families are affected and if they're afraid to say anything. It's a bizarro situation. The only way I can see it being really effective on from a personal level is if behind closed doors in the locker rooms, those players are being ostracized by their teammates or they feel a sense of chemistry has been lost and there's no longer a warmth within the locker room at a time when well, it's very needed for this season. I'll also say I think the Capitals already had lots of challenges because there were um, you know, some issues with getting vaccinated and not getting vaccinated because Ovechkin was one of the forces behind the scenes who did not want to get vaccinated. So he had a little bit of a split on the uh, the Capitals during all the challenges that COVID brought. Top two stories. Or three. Number three. Ari froze up there. I jumped ahead. Yeah. Latest power poll. Power rankings. NBC Sports. Vegas down to 17th. That is outrageous. Is it? I don't know. Is it outrageous at no. this point? No. Not at all. We, you know, although, although the Washington Capitals are 14. <laughs> Here's the thing around Las Vegas. We've been hearing it for months, Willie. Hey, when the time comes, make sure everyone's focused and healthy. You know, seven or ten games left. Of course, they're going to make the playoffs. They're good to go. It's not looking as guaranteed as it was at the beginning of the season that they're going to make the playoffs and that they're all going to be healthy. No. So I'm not shocked by a ranking of 17th. I'm not shocked by a ranking of 17th, and I tell you more than anything, what you have to start. I don't think you question the move, but what people are getting a dose of reality is making a splash and landing a guy like Jack Eichel doesn't fix everything. They seem to forget that Jack Eichel was not a scoring machine 
He's a playmaker. His big numbers are in creating. And that's it. Yeah, that is actually a good point. Like, what's going on with Eichel? I don't know. What's going on with Stone and Patches? Right. He hasn't had time. That was going to be the magical I mean, combination. I mean, who's he, who's he creating chemistry with? Because the lineups haven't been consistent for him to sort of blend. I mean, the big thing was when Max Pacioretty came back, okay, all of a sudden, Eichel and him could blend the chemistry. I mean, in, in reality, so you got him and you got Chandler Stevenson, but they're both centers. William Carlson, center, you're not going to break up that misfit line. He tried that once. It just doesn't. It, it it doesn't happen. It doesn't work. You have to. I mean, in a, in a sense, the best thing to do is to keep it together. Um, so until Eichel has some components to work with on a consistent basis, I'm not saying like tonight he's not going to have talented players on the same line. Tomorrow, um, in two days, right when Boston comes, but the consistency of that chemistry is what's important. The consistency with the guys, you know. The other day we're talking to Zach Whitecloud. He comes back from an injury, and you come back. And he said the hardest thing is is sort of just that consistency. Well, when you come back and you're used to getting ready, to, you're, you you want to get back in the flow with what you were used to before, but it's not because, well, wait, who am I getting used to? Because now Alec Martinez is gone, and that was kind of his mentor when he arrived, when Zach came up and started playing on a full-time basis. I mean – there's just no consistency with the lineups, the or the, the the forward lines, the defensive pairings. That's difficult for these guys to get into a groove. You know, yes, they're professionals, but you just can't hop on the ice every other night in a crunch time when they're going to be lucky to get two days off in this month. They're going to be playing every other night, so you know you have to you have to find some consistency. You have to find the chemistry, and until they do that. It's going to be a rough go, or it's—I mean, it's—it's going to be a miracle, realistically, for them to go on the winning run that they need to go on. Either being fully healthy, or with the lineup that they have right now, and these guys staying on IR till the playoffs. Because I have a feeling that Pacioretty is going to be out for a bit, and Stone is already on LTIR. It would not shock me if both those guys, Stone for sure, till the playoffs, Pacioretty. Middle of my, middle of Number two. I'm not going to yell. I yelled yesterday. I'm just going to bring up some stories here. And then you can react because I'm not yelling. We're in the middle of a crowded restaurant. This is a great atmosphere. We've got two bars. Tom's Urban. Right around the corner from the fortress. All right. So I'm going to stay calm. But, you know, I was talking about sourcing with NFL stories. Like, Anyone who says anything about the NFL, all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, that's where they're going, right? So the quarterback stuff has been nuts. Aaron Rodgers could go to 14 different teams. Sean Watson could be, you know, here, there, everywhere. Russell Wilson, he's available to everyone. Like, the players have some say in where they go. And the team that's been irking me the most is the fact that in these quarterback rumors, the commanders are mentioned repeatedly. And this was a Redskin, check that, football team, check that, commanders reporter the other day. They'll try to trade for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson and consider Deshaun Watson. And consider Deshaun Watson. Every guy you name will have to approve where he goes. Your owner sucks. When we do this free agent stuff or this trade stuff, high profile people who get to decide where they want to go. Do you think the players in these leagues don't know who the owners are? Dan Snyder is an abhorrent human being. That is a loser franchise. Okay. So... While looking for stories, as I often do throughout the day, 
yesterday. I saw that uh, the one of the Washington, D.C. stations posted betting odds on the commanders are the favorite to get Deshaun Watson. Why? No, they're not. And then news came down today that apparently Russell Wilson would, I don't believe this part, would like to stay with the Seahawks, but doesn't have interest in playing for the commanders. No S. Really? As I laid out yesterday, no one wants to play for that team. Well, and here's He's the a thing. Creep. Here's the thing. Why would two that the first one you name is sort of a two way street? Why would the Commanders? It's alleged. I, I, but, I, I, I get what, that, I get that too. Yeah, Commanders are going to go after Deshaun Watson, but also Deshaun Watson would want to go there in that environment when he's been alleged, accused of. Right. Uh, that's they're, just a bad mix altogether. They're accused of sexual harassment for years and years and years and years. Won't do a real investigation, but Deshaun Watson's going to get cleared or slash pay off, settle with a bunch of the accusers, and then that's a match made in heaven? No. Well, there is an email investigation that they're never going to reveal anything. So there is something out there. We just don't know what it is other than John Gruden. Um, yeah, that that didn't make sense. When I saw that on the rundown, I was like, wait a minute, what? That doesn't even look right. That doesn't even look like either party should want to be with the other. The but, Russell, but, will, but, but as a player, come on, let's let's no, deal with reality here. No, you don't want to go there. You don't want to. If you're, if that you're that leaving, environment is horrible. If you're Rogers, if you're Wilson, if you're Watson, you're leaving a situation that you don't want to be around anymore because things ain't working, and you're not well in the latter two. You're not winning at the level you think you should be winning at. You don't want to go to dysfunction yep. at all. You get to handpick where you want to basically handpick where you want to go. Three guys like that, absolutely. And you're not going there. If anything, they're walking into a place that they can they know with confidence they can win. Top story coming up. Combine's going down in Indianapolis. We're going to talk to Adam Hill in about 15 minutes. And I want to ask you, do we want the combine here? Because I do. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. But if the Beatles social media team was listening to John Lennon say, I don't know if I'm coming back for this next <laughs> album, they wouldn't put him on the cover. So, like, Rodgers, by his own admission, might not be on the team next yeah. year. Devontae Adams is eligible for free agency. So, I mean, I feel like we would have been even more surprised if they had put them in wow. than if they hadn't. to Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Yeah, Dan Graziano from ESPN and a bunch of folks talking about the uh, graphic that was put out yesterday. Packers, I think it was the Packers to London promotion and no Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams in the graphic. And well, I mean, right now, why would you put him in? As they explained, you don't know if either guy is coming back. So Indianapolis is the center of the football world right now. We're going to go ahead uh, to Indy in a couple minutes with Adam Hill. And he's there with, uh, I think, five other people from the RJs are giving you full coverage of it. And by the way, not mocking at them. That shows you how big the NFL is, how much traffic they get from the National Football League, and that the Combine is now a massive standalone event in the NFL calendar. And it could be ours in the near future. Now, that's apparently depressing a bunch of NFL writers and radio and media people who like Indianapolis. But we could get it. Dallas and Vegas are interested in getting the combine. I think it would be an awesome event for us. And I think it would further cement Vegas as one of the football hubs in this entire nation. Yeah. 
I don't know why anybody would be disinterested or not want to, other than the fact that maybe it's a distract. The people that complain, the writers, the media, whoever, it's because they allow Vegas to become a distraction to themselves. If I mean, if you're coming out here to cover, if, if they like it there, well, we're going out there and, and we're not going a lot. We don't want to go to Vegas because it's not Vegas. It's about the end. Well, then come here and do what you're supposed to do. Come do your job. But it makes sense. Well, let, let's just talk common sense. Common sense is how that, many how many how many fans. Yeah. Right. And they may get some there. But how many fans are really making a trip out of Indianapolis in March? Well, I guess how many would make a trip? To Vegas for the combine. Well, that's an easy answer because we're sitting right next to an open door on the strip in beautiful weather. At the same time that Indianapolis is probably cold, which we'll talk to Adam about. Now, the ones that are open and up for bid, 2023 and 24, the Super Bowl will be here in 24. So why not double up? I want every NFL event we can have, and then I want every college football event we can have. We're football. Yeah. You shunned us, America! And now the doors have opened up. We want every piece of your football action we can freaking get. NFL. And we're better than you. NFL Las we Vegas. We are. We are. All football. All football. We just, you know, maybe they'll make a separate logo. It'll be NFLV. And then all basketball. That's coming. And no baseball. Cofield and company will be back in minutes right here on ESPN Las Vegas. And I know I'm going to get a lot of questions about Carson right now. I don't have a direct answer for you. We're working through it, Jim, Mr. Arsay, and Frank and I will sit down over the next 10 days and, and figure out where it's going. Um, but it, ultimately, we do, we'll do what's best for the team, for the Colts, both in the short term and in the long term. You're listening to. Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. That was a GM of Indy, Chris Ballard, who sounds pretty confident. He doesn't get this quarterback thing right. He ain't going to be so confident next year. They cannot screw this up again. He was talking about Carson Wentz. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. Let's go out to the wonderful city of Indianapolis. Uh, second favorite place in the world. Ah, third. Third favorite place in the world of one Adam Hill from the RJ, from the company. Cancun one, Vegas two. Indianapolis uh, three, San Diego four. I mean, Cabo's in there somewhere. San Diego's in there somewhere. Yeah, there's some spots, but it's definitely in the top five. The Bay Area, no, the Bay Area is up there for you. There's family there. I enjoy it, but it's not. Hmm. It's not breaking the top five. Wait, do you have do you have Indy between Cancun and Cabo? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe like what? Cabo five, Indy four, maybe somewhere in there. What is well, happening? I have to think that North Las Vegas at one intersection is. Is oh, the, sure, the tacos at Bonanza and Las Vegas Boulevard, that's up there. So tell us the truth right now. Uh, you and some <laughs> of the cohorts from the RJ are walking around, and you can't find any place to eat, can you? The town is closed no. down. No, we can't. I mean, obviously the two like super famous spots uh, wasn't going to happen at a prime time. You, you can either get a table at 4 o'clock or like 11 o'clock. It sounds like a great town. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's just because everybody goes to those two spots, but there's a ton of places. We just, we actually just decided on a spot. Uh, literally, we're asking for a table as uh, I jumped on the phone here and then ran into a, an old colleague who used to cover the uh, the Raiders up in the Bay Area who now covers the Falcons, and he came running over. So I guess we'll be sitting down with him and having dinner. I I don't want to say it, but I hope they their, uh, their practices, full party has to be there to be seated. Because you are not getting off this interview spot until oh the very last minute of this hour. Sorry, well, bro. 
Oh, boy. I, I can actually tell you a reason that that's tough for somebody, but uh, I won't get into too many details. Basically, right. I left somebody by themselves with somebody else that I probably shouldn't have. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> yeah. These are the games you got. You got to pick and choose. Who do you like? Who do you not like? You only have so yeah, many... You only have so many moments you can break bread. Adam Hill's a very busy and popular guy. Well, Adam doesn't like yeah. many people as it is, so that's not true. That's, yeah, that's I mean, he might be a little bit selective, a little, little selective. All right, mm-hmm. well, let's get into, uh, first of all, the setting. What what happens early in the week at the Combine? Well, like the first couple of days, it's weird because, like, a lot of people look at, t- at Tuesday as the first day of the Combine, but it's not. I mean, it really starts, uh, like, Saturday. Uh, but there's a lot of you know medical testing and um, you know just you know all the uh, the measurements that we like to laugh about uh, you know hand measurements and that sort of thing wingspan all that stuff uh, that goes on uh, along with some of the in-person interviews that take place like you know Saturday Sunday Monday um, the first availability of any kind is Tuesday and then they kind of rotate like you know uh, we've got you know quarterbacks and receivers and linemen we're doing some some off-field stuff today They're, they'll take the field Thursday for the first time uh, then there's a group that takes it Friday. Uh, but basically, there's just there's shifts of things that happen every day between media, um, you know, taking the rotation, talking to the media, then the the rotations of the individual interviews, and it's just kind of every group rotates each day. Uh, player interviews with the media start tomorrow, uh, then some coaches in the afternoon, and it's just kind of they've got it kind of down to a science of of how it all kind of rotates in and out here. So, not like nobody's doing a whole bunch in one day, but everybody has something to do every day. Do you, Adam, have? Do you already have it? set out in your mind okay well you're out there obviously for raiders prospects but at the same time you run across a good story or are you just going day by day like like we would if we were covering a week-long event like oh man this would make a great story do you already sort of have a game plan set in stone yeah we sat down like the media schedules out so we kind of sat down and highlighted somebody for each 20 minute you know time span for the next three days uh that you're going to kind of talk to you do have to pick and choose because like when the players start tomorrow there's like 15 players at once so you have to decide which of them. And a lot of times it's you know, some of the same guys that you want are at the same time. So either you split it up or break it up that way. Um, and then you know, just to go you know, a little bit inside of how things operate, like obviously you have to find a daily story. You have to find something to write about each day. You have to find some notes. Um, you know, today there was some, you know, some Josh McDaniels talks amongst some of the other coaches in the AFC West. Uh, so that was like a note. Um, Andy Reid laughed about uh, whether he thought, about, thought twice about drafting Patrick Mahomes because he had small hands. Uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, just things like that to use in a notebook. But for the most part, you're gathering not only, you know, networking stuff of like trying to talk to agents, trying to talk to coaches, trying to find them at bars and just kind of, you know, hang out and, you know, have a, a normal conversation that you don't normally get to have during the course of a season or in a formal setting. Uh, but also, you know, we've got content for the next two months leading up to the draft in Las Vegas. So basically there's going to be like a story every day for the next 60 days. So that's 60 stories to try to gather. Adam Hills with us. He's in Indy. Combine hitting the ground. Uh, I saw your story about where the combine could land next, and you know I made this strong pitch for about three minutes before you came on about, yeah, we want it here in Vegas. We want everything football. We want everything NFL related. There can't be a negative view of this. We want it. Uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, I don't listen. You know, it's not just because I love Indy. Um, it's perfect in Indy. Like, there's a reason that it's been here for a long time. Uh, I don't think it should leave. L.A. is horrific. L.A. is a terrible, terrible choice for the Combine. Um, Vegas would be okay, but I like the Combine is not the number one thing I would pick. And, by the way, why do we want it? Like, don't we want things that bring people? Yeah, people like, this, would come. This brings, this brings some players. It brings, you know, 32 GMs, 32 coaches. Uh, it doesn't bring fans. 
I guarantee if you pumped it the right way and there's enough events for fans to see. Well, fans I don't think they there. want them. Like, this is business. So they want to keep it secluded to fans do. there. They don't. Yeah. I don't believe TV that. I, I think any way to make money, they're going to bow down to the money. They'll change things. Well, they could, but Let they could do it here, right? I mean, they could they could sell out probably if they wanted at Lucas Oil. I mean, they could have a ton of people in there. There there's some invited guests, and I guess there's some tickets you can buy here and there sporadically. But this is not an event for fans. And I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, we're we're you know men of the people. We want fans to experience it, and you can on TV. But it it looks silly from a from a fan perspective, like to go sit in there and watch them do drills. Like you're gonna watch them lift weights and not, you know, not be able to see it. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't. I don't think this is a fan friendly event in person. It's a fan friendly event on I, TV. I totally don't agree with you. I think every one of these. First of all, there's betting now in the combine. You can bet on like eight different events. I think you could make an event every. You could probably get ten thousand people to sit there and watch guys freaking bench two twenty five. The forty, you could get twenty five thousand people to. If you split it up every day, you could freaking. And I know it would it make the process difficult and more arduous and lengthened for the personnel people and the coaches and the organization and the NFL. Yeah, but it builds the brand. It, basically, it's. It's like freaking superstars with NFL players. It's like uh, Kuala Lumpur with the freaking you know strongest man contest. Sure. Here, I mean, the problem with that, you're, I guess you're right on some level. I, I just think like they figured out a way to make it fan friendly on TV, and you would lose that if you'd made it fan friendly for the people here. I think you lose the TV aspect of it. Um, I just don't, it's not a, it's not an event that brings a lot of fans, and I think Vegas actually that's a, I don't I think that's the reason Vegas didn't really put in for it. Well, and you mentioned it's been there for so long. You like the city. It's it. They're they've used to it. So tell the listeners why it's a forbid to go elsewhere. Well, the NFL wanted that. I mean, that's the thing, right? You it doesn't really make that much money. So the NFL wanted to make some money. So like, okay, what city will bid to have it? Um, and a couple cities did put in bids. I, I I hear many cities did put in bids, but a couple of real realistic bids to try to make some money. Um, but just for to, to go behind the scenes a little, why it's so great? Like we talk all the time about India, such a good walking town. But in particular, the convention center is attached to the stadium uh, with an underground tunnel, and so you basically just go back and forth, convention center to stadium, convention center to stadium, with all the different um, you know aspects of. You know all the different things. That, it's not just like media and in one-on-one interviews. You need you need rooms to have all those interviews conducted. You need like the NFLPA room where they kind of you know teach these prospects about the the union and their you know how to associate with that. There's all these different sponsor rooms where they go in and get the gear and do that. Like it's so organized here and so well done. And yeah, so Vegas could do it, but like the stadium's not connected to the convention center. They have to figure out something else for that. Um, there's just all these different logistic things that have to be figured out somewhere. What are they going to do in LA? You know, go up to SoFi and then at the convention center? It's like it, it's two hours away. Well, that's why in Las Vegas they have. It's almost like when they do the NBA summer league, and then they they the win and the encore host everything, and then they have their annual meetings and they have everything done there, and then they, and they, you know, the front office will meet with some of the prospects or some of the younger players. But, I mean, in reality, you, you, it makes sense what you're saying. The convention center being attached to the stadium, but because a lot of the hotels and resorts have attached convention centers, um, they could realistically pull that off here and then have the, the main draw yeah, where they would We host could get it. Elon Musk to build a tunnel from freaking Mandalay to the stadium in probably two weeks. So again, again, they could do something. They could figure it out. They could find a way. But, again, it's not a, it's a, not a live fan event experience, and I, I think it would take away a lot of, the, of why it's so popular. Like, I'll tell you this. I would make a wager right now that if yes. fans, if, if it was for the fans, 
you would have at least half the teams in the league not show up. Just just for just for uh, just for full disclosure, Steve is embarked on the uh, Red Bull bomb or whatever it's called. Red Bull okay. party starter. Okay. Red Bull right. party starter. Well, I, 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 actually party sipped started. The, I actually sipped it from the side and got like a good thing of salt with it. Not bad. But All off right. we oh, go. Hey. Off we go. Do you guys want Matt LaFleur? Is he just walking around? Going to the He's just walking by. I'm just going to hand him the phone. Is he, is he yeah, just hand him the phone. <laughs> no, it's good. Why not? Get a he's, walking, he's walking with two people. I don't think he'll appreciate it. Matt! You keeping Rodgers or not? Matt A. What do you say? You put it on speaker? No, nah, he walked away. All right. Uh, Adam Hill on the road, Indianapolis. I'm going to make a bizarro shift, but it's also a beat you cover. Uh, here we go again. Do we have any more details on Kane Velasquez, former UFC heavyweight champion, who apparently uh, has been arrested for something um, involved in a shooting in San Jose. What the hell is happening? So he's arrested for attempted murder. Uh, I got a text today from somebody that said, hey, like, be careful how you report this because it's what it looks like. Well, it kind of is what it looks like. Uh, Cain Velasquez got in his car, tracked down a car with two individuals in it, and shot one of them. Um, that is attempted murder. That's what it is. Now, it's like an Aaron Hernandez type deal, or is this road rage? Well, what I was told is that uh, there was an individual in the car who was a minor and that individual's father. The minor uh, was accused of sexual molestation of one of Cain Velasquez's young relatives. I was told it's his son. I don't know that for sure. Maybe a, a nephew, somebody in his family. And that Cain Velasquez decided to take it into his own hands and go get the guy. Uh, instead of shooting the guy, who knows what went down, um, instead of shooting the guy who was accused, it was, he shot his father. Now, that, I don't know if the father was stepping in to defend him or what. Uh, I was not going to report this. I don't have confirmation of it. But uh, it looks like just in the last couple of minutes, uh, the newspaper up in San Jose has officially reported this. So uh, that sounds like what the case is. I think it will be a very interesting case in the hands of the jury because I think it would be very hard to find 12 people that would accuse some, or that would convict somebody of attempted murder in this case. Are you covering the other local Vegas MMA story? Uh, oh, the Sisolak video? Yes. Justin we're Anders. Really, we're really going to call that an MMA story. He trained MMA. We saw him at the MMA Awards uh, a few years ago. Um, he's the guy who uh, went after Governor Sisolak at Lindo Amichuan on the uh, on the west side of town. Um, hey, what's going on with this one? The guy's an idiot. Uh, obviously, he's uh, he's a conspiracy lunatic. He's out of his mind. Probably mental issues. Um, well, you can feel what you want about Sisolak. I mean, you hate him all you want. If you think that that video is cool or you support it, you are an idiot. I mean, that's so pure, simple. That's how it is. You guys are covering it. So uh, I saw the most recent story was a few hours ago. I didn't know if you were on it because of uh, mixed martial arts. Well, but... yeah, he took one fight in Tough Enough. I talked to the people at Tough Enough. They said they don't remember him. So. Wasn't a he memorable have, fight. He must have trained at a local gym, no? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not um, trying to get you. To, I'm not trying to make you do a story on this, but uh, he's got to have ties. Here's the thing: he's got to have ties into the MMA community. And if we extrapolate here, probably not even the right word, but if we look at what's been going on in MMA with people who are very unhappy with the government, uh, some you know who have strong thoughts on different ethnicities and different religions. Um, there is a bigger story here in mixed martial arts and what's been developing the last half dozen plus years. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's mixed martial arts attracts certain people or certain people are attracted to mixed martial arts. Um, but I also think I it's talking, very, very, I was talking, very, I was very talking small fighters. percentage. I was talking fighters. Okay, sure. Well, and again, it's it's like people say about the NFL too. But then you look at the NFL and their rate of you know arrest for violent crimes is less than the general public. So um, I think it's the same in MMA, uh, but they're more high profile for sure. All right, Adam, what's on deck tonight? Uh, I'm gonna go try to catch up with Matt Lafleur, ask him for the real details. Uh, basically, you just go from restaurant to restaurant, bar to bar, and try to find coaches and agents and see what's going on. There you go. Thanks, Adam. We'll check in with you yep. later in the Talk week. Talk to you. Sounds good. There you go. Adam's, Adam's Rolodex is growing. Well, I mean, he actually he did pull back the curtain there a little bit. Um, these are the sort of events where you do develop relationships. Yep. And this, and this kind of goes back again. I, I don't want to sit here and lecture people on who trusted media are and who isn't. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who have now been brainwashed that there's no trusted media, that we're all the same. Um, there are people who get to go to events like this and you do get a lot of stuff, a lot of information. It might be off the record, could be on the record, but those, are, those, but those are situations you have to work Yeah, and You're, you can get good stuff. You know what? For the media, you know what it is? It's a networking event. Bottom line. I mean, the pro bowl is cool. The, the summer league, you know, when it comes here with, with and, and, and meeting GMs and agents and, and, and coaches and because you got the head coaches that are sitting in the stands watching the games or sitting court. This is an event in which if you're an accomplished writer, if you're well respected, if you if you're credentialed, that as a, like Adam said, he's going to be covered. The review journal will be covered for the next 60 days leading up to the draft with content that they'll be able to reach back. He'll have a file of, uh, of he'll have files of quotes that he can go back to, but at the, but really most importantly, he's adding to that Rolodex and he's going to be able to establish sources that, you know, a lot of people aren't. And, and a lot of people that we're talking about, the, the things we're talking about with media, Adam will be able to report something and guess what? One person will say, well, we'll now write on their blog, that Adam Hill from Review Journal said this, and then bup, 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 and then all of a sudden we got a string of blogs. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag, only on ESPN Las Vegas. Tom's Urban here on a Tuesday. We're getting ready for the Golden Knights and the Sharks. Great spot to watch all sports, including NASCAR weekend. We're going to have the races uh, up on the uh, 40-plus TVs. Here at Tom's Urban at New York, New York Hotel and Casino. How about we give away some tickets for the big race on Sunday, the Pennzoil 400. Ari will hook you up. Call her 7364-1100-364-1100. Three days of racing. And for more information and tickets, get your own tickets at LVMS.com. Did you like that rejoin, by the way? I mean, that was a fat voice. I didn't even hear it. Beatbox. Um, Red Bull party starter. I jumped into one. It's got double dose of the Urban Margarita. This is down here at Tom's Urban. I brought my meal prep. Bombed with hibiscus. <laughs> and a full can of Red Bull Red Edition. I was kind of hyper early. Then baseball and other stuff got me down. Now I'm going to be bouncing off the friggin' walls. This is tasty. Yeah. This doesn't taste like alcohol. This is scary. Well, it's good because I'm going to go full cornholio and get a buzz. It's fine because you were grumpy earlier. 
I got grumpy for various reasons. Baseball really pissed me off. Yeah. And I told myself this entire lockout, we're not doing it on the air, but I've also been protecting myself because mm. I will get incredibly worked up. Yeah. And you never know as with worked up as you get because the FCC might have to get involved and all of a sudden. Dude, thank God for Twitter because yeah. I like when they – it was part anger at the, the uh, first two weeks of the season being canceled, but also, like, very happy that baseball is going to screw itself like this. But if I had been on air at that point, yeah, there would have been a violation. Yeah. We would have needed the uh, triple dump button 30-second protection. Well, now you have the party starter. You can, on your way home, stop and get some mint chocolate chip ice cream. I already have it. Reese's Pieces from the garage from four years it. ago. Yep. So you're going to the hockey game. Who's Don't forget gonna, the chili. Who's going to win tonight? Further domination of uh, the Sharks by the Knights? Golden Knights. DeBoer gets number 500. All right. And you can read both my stories afterwards. It'll be on my Twitter. On your Twitter? Sure. All right. Come on down. You can watch the game here. Tyler's here. We're going to be here for a ton of road games as well next week. Basically the next three Tuesdays. And Tyler Bischoff is on the scene. Signing you up for great prizes. Hosting the party. Come on down. Tom's Urban, New York, New York. Hotel and Casino.